Make sure that you are deeply connected to the way in which your business is serving a higher purpose. That's the first secret. Clients on Demand teaches coaches, consultants, thought leaders, and professional service providers how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for your clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All right, welcome to the show. I'm Russ Rafino, founder of Clients On Demand, $85 million in high-ticket coaching sales. As of this recording, clients have done over a billion dollars in high-ticket coaching sales just the past few years. Welcome to the show. Today, I am joined by the amazing, the incomparable, the brilliant Mr. Mark Von Muser, who is our Director of Sales at Clients On Demand. And today, we're going to be talking about business mindset secrets that everyone forgets. Mark, what's going on, man? I'm so excited about this topic, man. It's been a great year and I'm excited uh, to drop some truth bombs today and help people take the next step. Awesome. So look, guys, I can tell you from experience that what happens in your business is a reflection of what goes on between your ears. Now, that might sound like a radical idea. You might think, well, Russ, that's kind of woo-woo or Russ, that might be kind of new age. But look, man, you're talking to a multimillionaire here. You're going to argue with me about, <laughs> about what creates success. I can tell you that everything that I experience in my business, all the growth, all the setbacks, all the, the wonderful moments and all the difficult moments, all of those things are just a direct reflection of everything that I am deeply thinking, feeling, believing, and doing. So you might say to yourself, dude, my mindset's cool. I'm good. My mindset's rock solid. But I can tell you the difference between business owners that build something incredible and the difference between business owners that struggle is their mindset. So this is something that you need to make your top priority. It's more important than your marketing. It's more important than your sales. You know, I was watching that show, The Profit. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show. I think it's on CNBC. This guy, Marcus Lemonis, who I believe is the CEO of Camping World, he basically, he goes into these failing businesses and he turns it around. And what's interesting is that every single time the problem in the business is not the location. It's not usually the product. It's not usually the people that work there. The biggest problem in the business is the way the business owner thinks. And because of that, usually he's got a team that's messed up or he may have a product that's messed up, but those are the symptoms. They're not the cause. The cause is the mindset and the mentality of the business owner. And so most of the work that Marcus has to do on that show is taking the business owner and getting their head right, getting their head in the game. So what we wanted to do today is share with you guys three big mindset secrets that everybody seems to forget, but that are so unbelievably important. And if you incorporate these things and weave these things into what you're doing in your business and the way you're thinking about your business every day, then I believe there's no limit to how far and how fast you can scale your company if that's what you want. But on the other hand, if you neglect these things, what's going to happen is that your business is going to slowly dissolve. It's going to crumble out from under your feet like sand on the beach, and your business is going to collapse, but you won't understand why. Make sense? So we got our work cut out for us today, Mark. It's such an important topic, though. I mean, this is something when we coach people, these are the things that usually are broken, which is what is stopping them. So when we help them get reconnected on these, it's amazing. They get traction again, and they start to crush it. So guys, what Russ is talking about is so important. Uh, the part I would say too is look around your bank account. 
Okay. Look around the quality of your house. Look around the level of abundance you've created. Believe it or not, whether it's hard to hear or not, the reality is that is a reflection of the way you have been thinking, what you have put your focus on, who you've been hanging around, etc. And it's like, if you want a different tomorrow, you need to change the way you think today. Um, where you're really disempowered is where you think, oh, it's not my fault. Oh, I was born into the wrong family. Oh, my market's tight. Oh, my market's too competitive. Oh, I don't have money. I didn't get all the, I didn't go to college or whatever is the story you're telling yourself. That's why you're broke. It's not your age. It's not where you went to college or didn't go to college. It's not the bad breaks. It's not the person who stabbed you in the back. That's almost a given. The reality is you are where you are because of the way you think. So if we change that, you can literally change tomorrow. So that's what I'm excited. Let's break it down. So the first secret we want to share with you guys is that you must connect your business to a higher purpose. So the mistake that business owners make is they think that purpose is something that has to be fulfilled outside of your business. So for example, you think to yourself, well, hey, you know, I'll run a business and I'll make a million dollars and then I'll change the world by, you know, building some schools or or giving money to charity or feeding the homeless or or funding cancer research or something like that. That's a, those are all really really good things to do. But what I think a lot of business owners neglect is that your business itself exists to serve the world. I don't care what you I don't care what your business is. If you're a coach or consultant or expert author or speaker with like I think most of our audience is, the way that your business serves the world is obvious, right? You're a marriage coach, you help people save their marriages. That serves the world directly. You know, you're a fitness coach, you help people get into the best shape of their life. You're a nutritionist, you help people take control of their health and feel great, have more energy, uh, overcome disease, all that stuff. So your work serves the world directly. But even if you sell vacuum cleaners, guess what? You're helping people have cleaner floors and that serves the world. If you have a donut store, you're making the most amazing donuts in the world, you're making people happy. I mean, you know, everybody loves donut, right? So what you have to do is you have to make sure that you stay connected to the way that your business is making the world a better place. And this is because when you see what you're doing, as being of service to other people, you have tremendously more power than if you're operating solely for yourself. So for example, most of us will only go so far to make our lives better, but most of us would move heaven and earth to make our kids' lives better. Does that make sense? So most people, the way you're built, you're only gonna go so far for yourself, but when you understand that you're serving your children, you're serving your family, you're serving the world, then you'll go much, much further. And the person that I really think about of when I when I think about this is Elon Musk. And I know that like he's become in the last few months this like political hot potato and everyone's like, oh, Elon sucks or Elon's awesome. But let's just take a step back for a second and just take a look at his businesses and think about what he's doing. So you look at Tesla, you look at SpaceX, you look at these companies that he's built and what ties these together is Elon's overall mission and his overall mission for his life is he, he said it very simply. He said, I love humanity and I think it would be a huge tragedy if the light of consciousness were snuffed out. So for example, it'd be a huge tragedy if a big comet or something hit the earth and wiped out life on earth. And so what he wants to do is he wants to get humanity to Mars. And all of his business decisions are based around that. Well, I need to get people to Mars. How are we going to do that? Well, I better start a freaking rocket company. On Mars, we're going to need really good batteries. Okay, I better start an electric car company and so on. So all these technologies that his business is developing is all designed to get humanity and make humanity a multi-planetary species, right? So number one, think about how big of a vision that is. That's the like the biggest vision I've ever heard of. 
And number two, he's not just saying, hey, you know, one day we should get to Mars. He's taking personal responsibility for getting humanity to Mars. He wants to be the guy that gets us there. So think about how much energy, a purpose that's that big must give this guy. And this is why he's sleeping on the factory floor at Tesla. He's sleeping three, four hours a night. You know, he doesn't have a big yacht. I don't even think he owns a house. He literally mm -hmm. crashes on his friend's couches and sleeps on the factory floor and works his butt off because he's trying to save the world. And that's incredible. So in some small way, your business does the same thing. It serves humanity. It serves mankind. And the more you connect to that and focus on that, the more you're automatically going to make good decisions in your business because you're going to keep the customer first and foremost. I'll tell you what, I'll give you one more thing. You know, I was reading this book called Only the Paranoid Survive. Only the Paranoid Survive. And basically what it was talking about is that somehow, some way, if you have a successful business, technology is going to come along and it's going to disrupt your business and it's going to have to, and, and you're going to have to adapt on the fly to, to whatever those technological changes are. And of course, a great example of this is Blockbuster Video. So if you guys that are a little bit older, you remember what it was like in the 90s, you wanted to watch a movie at home, you had to get in the car, you had to drive to Blockbuster, you had to pick out a movie, you had to rent the movie, bring it home, watch it on a DVD player or whatever, and then you had to bring it back to the store, right? That's, that's what you had to do. And then what happened was uh, DVD by mail came out and that's where Netflix started and they started to disrupt this industry because now you didn't have to go to the store. You could just order the movie and the movie would come in the mail. And then they took it a step further with streaming. Now, what happened was companies like Netflix were all over these technological innovations and companies like Blockbuster were not. They were still stuck in that old paradigm of having to go to the store and rent the video. And of course, it's much easier to send for a DVD in the mail and it's even easier to just stream the video online. So why did Blockbuster not adapt to the changing technology? Well, I believe the reason they didn't adapt to the changing technology is that they forgot about their purpose. The purpose of Blockbuster Video was not a place where you could go and rent movies. The purpose of Blockbuster Video was to enable normal people to watch Hollywood movies at home. That's the mission. How can, and if they had just thought to themselves, how can we make it easier for normal people to watch Hollywood movies at home? And they were constantly thinking about how they could make that easier and better and faster, then they would have been all over those technological changes because they were focused on the purpose, because they were focused on the mission. They understood what their business was for and they were constantly finding new ways to deliver on that promise. And because they didn't do that, Netflix came along and Netflix swallowed them and now there's only one blockbuster left in the world when there used to be thousands. Does that make sense? So the more you can focus on and connect to your purpose, the more that's gonna be your North Star that guides you to make really incredible, amazing decisions in your business. And if you really are thinking about how to fulfill that purpose in bigger, faster, better, cheaper, more wonderful ways, you're gonna be way ahead of the curve when it comes to those kinds of big technology changes that happen in the business. So again, the book was called Only the Paranoid Survive. And the author's kind of contention was that, oh, you got to be paranoid. You got to be paranoid. Well, what if this happens? What if that happens? But I'm like, you know what? That's the wrong way to look at it. What you got to do is you got to double down on your mission and you got to say, how can we leverage all these new changes in technology to, to deliver our mission in a bigger and more powerful and more amazing way? Does that make sense? To add insult to injury, Russ, with regards to the blockbuster Netflix, Blockbuster was given the opportunity to buy Netflix for $12 million. And they and the CEO, who was formerly the CEO of 7-Eleven, which was a drive-to convenience store, 
Okay. So his vision had been conditioned. He looked at business as you got to get them to come in so we can sell them things. Okay. Mm -hmm. His purpose was not serving the customer per se. It was how do I get them in the store and then sell them as much as I can. So what happened was Netflix said, how do I serve the customer at a higher level? So they do, they were not bound by, you know, 30, 40 years of convenience store mentality. They were like, how do we serve the customer at a higher level? How do we make it more convenient where the CEO of 7-Eleven or now a uh, blockbuster was like, we have to get them in the store so we can sell them popcorn so we can get them to buy trinkets so we can get them to buy more than they want. That was very similar to how 7-Eleven at one point was a disruptor, but they lost their space too. And so what, what's interesting about what you said, let's look at Elon Musk again. What I love is you said personal responsibility. When Elon Musk looked at eBay, he looked at this, he realized it was not convenient. He said, there's nobody out there taking credit cards. So what did he do? He created PayPal. That was a huge disruptor. He he saw a problem. He saw that clients and people, he wanted to add value to the fellow man. So he created PayPal. Then he talked about, you know what? The fossil fuels, gas cars are not sustainable in the long run. I want to make it better. He goes, there's no good electric car. So what did he do? He went and created one. And now as the most productive and profitable business, you know, car manufacturer in the world. And when he saw a problem, he saw humanity was ready to step up. He went out and created the solution. He didn't expect the government to do it. He didn't expect someone else to do it. He did it. So as you're looking out there, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is they confuse purpose like Russ said. Oh, when I make a billion dollars, then I'll go to Africa and dig wells. You can serve your purpose every day that you're loving on people and adding value to their life. So whether that be saving a marriage, helping them regain their health, whatever it is, when you do that, you're in purpose. The other part that I've noticed also, Russ, that people that are on purpose have a specific target in mind. That's where they're making their decisions from. They're making their decisions on where we're going. Does it fulfill my purpose or not? Far too many people lose sight of the goal rapidly and all they have left is, I don't have the resources. I don't have the money. And if Elon Musk asked that question, he didn't have the money either. People forget that. He asked a better question. I need to raise a billion dollars. How do I raise it? Who has the money? How do I get it? What do I need to include them in the mission? How do I raise capital? A great example of that is he wanted to prove a point. He wanted to prove a point about how easy the money is always there. So what did he do with the boring company? Now, stupid name for business, and it still worked. So he took about $50 worth of parts. He went and built a flamethrower, and he raised, I want to say, $20 million in a weekend. He did a big launch party and sold these flamethrowers for 1000 2000 bucks, and he sold out. And the point was the money was always there. And so he was always focusing on the outcome. I need to raise 20 million. How can I do it? Let me show you how simple this is. And then he did the flamethrowers and then he had a problem where he couldn't ship them because you can't ship a flamethrower through the mail. So he changed the name of it to not a flamethrower. But what never changed was his desire to show people that the money is always available. It's not that money's not available. It's that your mindset is telling you it's not there. So with that story, and I know you have one, that's just pretty amazing to think about. 
Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. And 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 the other thing I'd like to just ta tack on that, Mark, is that it's not just important for you to have an understanding of your your business and how that contributes to humanity as a whole. But your job as the leader, your job as the CEO, is to over communicate that to your entire team, where everyone isn't just clear on what the overall mission of the company is, but even more importantly, everyone is clear on how their job contributes to that overall mission, right? So you might have someone in your company that does work that's like really tedious. You know, they're replying to emails or they're answering customer support tickets or they're sorting things or whatever. And it's just kind of like boring, repetitive work. And some people really like that kind of work, but either way, you're gonna get much better performance out of that person if they understand that this thing they're doing every day that seems so boring and so tedious, and maybe it seems like a drag, if they understand how that contributes, how that's making the world a better place, and how nobody out there can do that job quite like they can, you are gonna have a team that is rock solid and absolutely on fire. So make sure that you are deeply connected to the way in which your business is serving a higher purpose. That's the first secret. The next secret we wanted to share with you guys is the secret of future gratitude. Now, this might be one that you haven't heard of before, but I can tell you that every single thing that I've brought about in my business, every single thing I've brought about in my life, it's come about through this almost magical process of future gratitude. All right. So we all know that what gratitude is. Gratitude is this practice of just being thankful for the things that you have. And if you just practice gratitude every day, there's been whole studies that have been done that shows that it massively improves your immune system, it improves your health, your energy levels, your overall happiness, your sense of well-being. Just taking time to be grateful and appreciative of the things that you have has massive benefits that will cascade throughout every area of your life. But there's a way that you can take this to the next level as well. And that is to begin to be grateful for the things that you don't have yet. To begin to be grateful for the things that you want, but that you don't have yet. So in other words, you might start out your daily gratitude routine by starting out by being f thankful for the things that you have. Thank you, thank you, thank you for my amazing family, for my wonderful kids. Thank you for this incredible life that I have, for my great car. Thank you for my health, whatever it is. But then what you do is you shift gears and you begin to be grateful for the things that you don't have yet. Thank you, thank you, thank you that my business is bringing in a million dollars a month in revenue and serving the world in a wonderful way. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all my happy, smiling, overjoyed clients that love working with me and that are getting incredible, incredible benefits and, and breakthroughs in their lives because of the work that we do together. And what you do is you allow yourself to feel all of the joy all the love, all the heart, and all the gratitude that you would feel even if those things were real right now. And, and, and by doing that, you, you get yourself into the feeling place of already being there. So if you guys study any kind of law of attraction stuff or any any kind of business mindset stuff, you know, you hear about affirmations, you hear about visualizations, you hear about these, you know, vision boards, all these different like tools that people use. But at the end of the day, the purpose of all those tools is to enable yourself to get into the place of feeling that you already have it. And that's why gratitude is such a powerful hack because you don't really be grateful for things unless you already have them. So your subconscious goes, well, man, Russ is being grateful for this house. He's being grateful for this car. He's being grateful for these clients. We better bring these things into his life like right away. And so it just does something on, on an incredibly powerful subconscious level. Um, 
you know, for a long time in my business, I wanted to get the American Express black card. And the reason I wanted that wasn't because it was like a status symbol or anything like that, but it was because the benefits and the concierge and there's like really cool stuff that goes along with that card that could really be of great value to, to, to my business and take, and actually take a lot of work off my team's hands. So I wanted this card for a really long time. When I spoke to American Express about it, they, um, they, they told me, look, you know, you gotta be spending, I think it was like $5 million a year on your American Express card. And we weren't, anywhere near that level of spending. And I'm like, you know, and they said, or, well, you know, you gotta be a celebrity, you gotta be, I don't know, Jerry Seinfeld or something like that. And so they basically were like, no, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. And so I said, look, okay, fine, whatever. I just accepted that. But then I began to work having that card into my daily gratitude. Thank you, thank you, thank you that I have the American Express black card that's incredibly useful for my business. And then we get tons and tons of benefits out of it. And I just worked that into my daily gratitude. And then what happened? Lo and behold, out of the blue, my American Express rep emailed me and said, hey, Guess what? You're approved for the black card. We we didn't spend any more money. We didn't increase our spending. We didn't. We certainly weren't spending anywhere near what they said we needed to spend. But they just reached out and they did it. And that's just a simple example, guys. But that happened with my house. That happened with my car. That happened with my team. That happened with my clients. Having that power of being grateful in advance is the fastest way to create the life and the reality that you want. But you got to be diligent about it. You got to do it every single day. And you have to be patient because sometimes it takes a minute for those things to actually show up in your life, but they will show up in your life faster than you ever thought possible. I promise you. What's important about that, Russ, I've heard people talk before about worry is about praying for what you don't want. And this is the opposite of that. When you go into gratitude, the other part too, stacking on the first one, which is purpose and your goals and your outcomes. When you're grateful in advance, you're controlling your focus and you're adding energy, telling the universe, saying to God, I'm ready for it. And it becomes just the next level and you become familiar with it. You become aligned in the frequency of it. And it's very much like holding that vision. But again, now what you're doing, instead of focusing on everything that's wrong, you're focusing on how grateful you are for all the opportunity. You're grateful for the fact that you have that new business. You're grateful for the impact you're having on people. Well, you're adding energy to that. And what you add energy to is going to continue to grow. And so very, very quickly, you can shift what happens tomorrow. You start to create today. Now, the second benefit is that it also, for every minute you're giving gratitude for your dreams, you're not putting that time into praying for what you don't want. You're not worrying about everything. You can only do one or the other. You're going to feed your dream or you're going to feed what you don't want. And most people are feeding what they don't want. They start, like you said, consistency, and you need to do it even when the facts on the outside don't match up. What happens is people like on New Year's Day, let's say New Year's resolution, everybody's gung-ho on New Year's, New Year's Day. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. By the end of January alone, 95% have already quit and forgot about their dreams. And that won't get it done. When you decide what you want and you're a man or woman of purpose and you know what you want to have impact, start to speak that, feel that every day before you get out of bed, every day when you go to bed, this is where you should be controlling your focus. Give thanks in advance, be appreciative in advance. And what that does is it sets a series of dominoes in alignment until it's true. Everything you look around, Russ, I know you and I have talked about this as well. You've developed an amazing life and it was all, none of it was handed to you. And you guys got to get that. It's easy now to look and go, oh, Russ has a Bentley. Russ has this gigantic cab and he's got the most beautiful family. He travels the world and does all these amazing things. That's not where he started. 
He started as a bartender. He started knowing there was more, and he became obsessed to learn and study the creation of wealth. He did not have a vehicle. He simply knew it was available, and he realized this is not something he was going to be taught in college. So that has been his study, and that's what we've been talking about. This stuff works, and it works big. But most people, you know, Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe, and Bruce Lipton are some people doing some great work on thoughts and mindset. They said the average person has 70 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Most people, if not consciously aware of this, 90% will be negative or disempowering. So every time you're worrying, you are creating that reality. Every time you're in gratitude and you're obsessing on gratitude, you're creating that reality. Choose wisely. Absolutely. 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 So guys, look, begin that practice of daily gratitude. Start by being grateful for what you have now and then shift into being grateful for the things that you don't have yet. And again, allow yourself to experience all the joy, all the love, all the gratitude, all the power that you would feel if those things were real now and you watch how fast those things show up in your life. All right, on to the third secret. The third secret is to step into a new identity. So I want you to think about this for a second. I want you to imagine that right now there is a version of yourself that already has the life that you want, right? That person, that version of you is already in the shape that you want to be in, is already feeling the way that you want to feel, is already enjoying the things that you just got done being grateful for. This new version of you already has and enjoys all of those things. The fastest way to embody the consciousness of having those things is to just begin to identify as being that person right now. So for example, let's say you want to scale your business to $200,000 a month. We're already being grateful for that in advance. So you're getting into the feeling of how it feels to actually have that. But then when you're done doing your visualization and your gratitude, you got to go forth into the world. And what I want to invite you to do is to go forth into the world as that person that already has that. So again, you just got done visualizing that it's already real. Well, now act accordingly. If it were already real, if you were already running that $100,000 a month business or million dollar a month business, how would you show up in the world? How would you react and respond to challenges? The things that you're stressed about right now, would they still be a big deal? If you had $100,000 a month or a million dollars a month flowing into your business, Would you worry about them? Would you freak out about them? Or would you not worry about it? You know, if you were making a million dollars a month and you lent your friend $20 and they never paid you back, would you care? (laughs) You know, if, if, if you, if you were driving around and you got a flat tire and you had to replace your tires, would it, would it be the end of the world? Maybe it costs you $400 per tire, $500 per tire. Would you care? No, you wouldn't. So act accordingly. Step into that new identity. The mistake that people make, guys, is first of all, not doing visualization or gratitude, not having some sort of daily mindset practice in the first place. But even the people that do, the reason that a lot of them don't get results is that they visualize this new life that they want for about 15 minutes a day. But then they spend the other 23 hours and 45 minutes living, acting, and speaking in a way that completely contradicts everything that they visualized. So if you just spent time being grateful for being a millionaire, and then you go out into the world and all you do is complain about money, guess what? You're just contradicting and neutralizing everything that you visualized. Does that make sense? What you need to do instead is is to take that visualization, to take that gratitude, to take that new vision of your life and carry it with you and, and live your way into it all day, 
every day as if it is real right now. That's the key. That's the reason why people fail with this stuff. You know, Elon Musk, again, just to use him as an example, decided that he was going to take personal responsibility for getting humanity to Mars. And he lives and acts and thinks and speaks that way most of the time. I know he's, you know, you could say, well, he's, you know, got kids he doesn't see or he's got, you know, I'm not saying he's a perfect guy. What I'm saying is that it wasn't just a nice idea for him. He put his money where his mouth was. He's making these incredibly risky business ventures. I mean, he started. He decided to start a rocket ship company. You know, like no one in history has ever gone to their friend to be like, hey man, I'm thinking about starting a rocket ship company. And their friend was like, great idea. You should totally do it. That, that idea sounds terrible. Well, I mean, what's, what's riskier than starting a freaking rocket ship company? But he goes out there and he puts his money on the line and he actually does it. He has a vision and he's living his life accordingly. This is where most people drop the ball, guys, because the truth is that sitting down every day and visualizing or doing gratitude or making vision boards or whatever, those things are actually pretty fun. You know, it might take discipline to do it every single day, sure, but ultimately it feels good if you're doing it right. But where it might get a little bit difficult is to bring that into your identity, to become that person in advance, to be that person right here, right now. Even if you have no money in your bank account, you're gonna act and think and speak like a millionaire. Even if you don't have any clients, you're gonna act and think and speak like someone who's got this thriving business. You know, I remember when I was doing acting in Los Angeles, you know, I would see people go to, going to auditions and seeing people trying to get work. And, and I'll tell you, man, the people that made it were the people that were just already in the consciousness of being a successful working actor. Maybe they were making, maybe they were working tables, waiting tables. Maybe they were working at McDonald's. Maybe they were making French fries. Like maybe their life absolutely was, was like sucked according to them, but they had that sparkle in their eye where they were walking and talking and living and acting as if they already were the person that they dreamed of being. And when you do that, guys, what happens is something magical. Everyone else around you automatically gets sucked into that reality because most people go through life with very weak beliefs. You know, oh, maybe this will happen. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe I'm this kind of person. Maybe I'm that kind of person. I don't really know. And they just kind of are just like, meh. When we meet someone who is powerfully and unapologetically giving off the energy of being the person that they already want to be, it's absolutely magnetic. And because our beliefs are kind of weak and their beliefs are really strong, we get sucked right into their reality and we just act accordingly. We just accept it. And that's an incredible power to put on your side, guys. It's the most powerful thing in the universe that you can grab for yourself. So spend that time every day being grateful, but then take that into the world. Step into the identity of being that person that already has that, that's already living that life. Yeah. And Russ, what's so important about what you just talked about is that's absolutely true. You know, thinking about something for 15 minutes a day, but 23 hours and 45 minutes, you go live the opposite. You were not in alignment. And now part of that is number one, most people have not fully owned their purpose and their outcome. So that's the first problem. The second problem is then they're showing up in a state of entitlement or victimhood. If you're in victimhood, you're never going to do anything. Secondly, and lastly, is they've got who's showing up to the party. Here's what I know. And we work a lot on this in clients on demand. We work a lot with this with people and help them pull this forth. 
but you already have, everybody has courage in their life. Everybody, everybody has gratitude. Everybody has power. Everybody has compassion. The problem is most people do not cultivate it. They don't know how to call it forth. So what happens is the default emotions are fear, scarcity, victimhood, because that's, that's where most people start. Elon Musk did not start with money. Jeff Bezos did not start with money. He was in a garage when he built Amazon. These are not people that had a bunch of money and said, oh, wow, I think I'll make more. These are people who had a dream, who activated. Now, the difference is they brought their superhero to the party. They brought their highest identity, their highest self to the party. We all have it. The problem is far too many people are getting social credits by being a victim or or walking through life saying life's not fair. If you're one of those people, guys, you got to break that cycle or you're never going to find your power. All of you have it. All of you have the ability. There isn't one nationality, one ethnicity, one gender that has not done the impossible. So you can too. The question is, are you going to call forth the best version of you to start following up on that dream to make the world a better place and serve other people with your skills and your greatness? That's what has to happen. If you study people that have been successful, um, I think Dave Ramsey just posted 80% of the millionaires, 79, 80% of the millionaires started with zero. They did not inherit it. So again, you have to decide which version of you is going to show up to your dream. Is it the best part of you, the one that that has done great things in the past? Or is it the one of you that's looking for a reason to say, oh, life's not fair? Because I'm going to say from the get-go, life is as fair as you want to make it. Life is not always fair. Life will discriminate. Life will be tough. And you can still do magic and you can still create the impossible. Like Elon Musk, like Stephen Jobs, like Jeff Bezos. It's amazing how those guys created these ginormous businesses by innovating and adding value to their fellow man. Yet other people say, yeah, but I can't do it. And if you don't shift that, guys, you're going to spend the rest of your life saying, I can't do it. Make the decision. Claim your superhero, claim your highest self-identity and go out there. And like Russ said, start looking in your life where that person showed up. And it might've been the fifth grade when you were scared to death and you went up and did the spelling bee. It might've been when the talent contest and you got up there and still sang your heart out. It could have been when you stood up to a bully, that courageous version of you is a part of you. And you need to call that forth because that's the only one that's going to lead you to your dream. And if you understand that and you link it to purpose, you link it to gratitude, you're not only going to have amazing successes, you're going to have an amazing life. For sure. Guys, look, the fastest way to boost your mindset and to integrate these habits into your life is to get into a community of people that are working on this same stuff every single day. And that's what we have at Clients on Demand. We have this incredible program where we work with you to grow your business to six, seven, even eight figures like we've done with some of our other clients while we begin to work on your mindset along the way. And the most amazing thing about it is that for most of our clients, not only is their business and their bank account radically different, but they are radically different. They have more confidence, more power, more poise. They understand the true value of what they deliver. They have no problem charging $5,000 or $8,000 or $10,000 for their work, even to clients that have never heard of them before because they've got this mindset power that's that's been installed within them. So if that's what you want, then I want to invite you to book a call to speak to us. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash talk 
and book an appointment to speak to us. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and you can tell us everything that's working in your business, everything that's not working in your business. And we'll put together our heads and we'll come together with a step-by-step game plan to get you exactly where you wanna go. We'll talk about what needs to change in your marketing, what needs to change in your pricing, what needs to change in your business strategy, but also what needs to change in your mindset to get you where you want to go. And if you want our help to do that, cool, we can talk about that too. If not, that's fine too. Either way, our goal for that call is to give you massive, massive value. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash talk, book that appointment to speak to us. It's absolutely free and it will be the best 45 minutes you've ever spent working on your business. I promise you. Mark, thanks so much for joining me today. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Really just take this stuff and put this stuff into practice. I'm, I'm telling you, these are the secrets for changing the world. These are the secrets for changing your life. And those of you that put this stuff into practice are gonna see incredible changes and wonderful changes happening in your life that seem almost magical. But if you just hear this and you forget about these ideas and you don't put it into practice, then you're gonna have a really hard time changing things, but at least you'll know why. So put this stuff into practice right now. Now, Mark, any parting shots? Um, just guys, just recognize within each of you is the divine of, of greatness. You all have come from divine lineage. And it's like, if you don't listen to what Russ just said, and you don't start practicing this, you're never going to live at the greatness level that you really are meant to be living. And just get after it because your, your challenges in life, everything you've overcome, the skills you've accumulated, when you use those to better your fellow human and your, the men and women around you and help lessen their burden, help them avoid pain, you can write your own ticket. You can create the life of your dreams. And again, the fastest way to do that is surround yourself with people that have done it, are willing to help you do it, and you can do it quickly. Because most people don't talk like this. Most people aren't having this this type of conversation. Most people are busy whining about shit they can't control. You will never be successful if that's the only thing you can do is point out how unfair and how hard life is. If you want to learn how to hack life, you want to learn how to hack success, then let's talk and let's go make something magical happen because it's available to everybody. But you got to think differently and act differently. That's the bottom line. Absolutely. Guys, thanks for joining us on the show today. We'll catch you on the next one. Book a call to speak to us, clientsondemand.com forward slash talk, and we'll catch you on the next show. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. A brand new episode will be released every Wednesday, so be sure to click subscribe. Remember, building an incredible coaching business or professional services company does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients from all over the world scale their businesses to six or seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.